Oh, my God. 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Friday, Erev Shabbos. It's Yom Yerushalayim. Happy Yom Yerushalayim. Chag Sameach to everybody. It's our Yom Yerushalayim special at JM in the AM. Oh, 
Oh, my. 
Our Yom Yerushalayim special, Chag Sameach, everybody. Moadim Lesimchali Gulash Lema. Happy Yom Yerushalayim. 53 years is the reunification of the Holy City. Going back to the Six Day War of 1967. Hard to believe, huh? 53 years. Which means the only people who are about, oh, I don't know, 58, 59 years old or more would even remember it. And um, it is our obligation to pass on to the future generations, including tonight at the uh, Shabbat table, just how critical a uh, a moment that was in 1967 and how the 28th of ER, 53 years ago, is one of the miraculous and incredible days in Jewish history, one that requires us to heap praise Upon the one above. Welcome to Yom Yushalayim special. My name is Nahum Siegel. Mayor Weingarten is going to join us coming up. We are having trouble with Facebook Live, and I apologize for that. I know that Facebook Live is a big component to specials like this. We'll see when Mayor logs on if uh, somehow that makes the system change a bit. But right now we are having a difficulty with our Facebook Live, and if that changes, you'll certainly be the first to know that I could tell you. 
Uh, it's Yom Yerushalayim, day 43. Today is day number 43 in the counting of the Omer. That's six weeks and one day as we get closer and closer to uh, Shabbos Parshas Bamidbar. Whew, closer to, to the month of Sivan and closer to the holiday of Shavuos, which is a week from today. Candle lighting at 753 in New York on this Erev Shabbos Parshas Bamidbar, 753. Uh, we'll bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. Rosh Chodesh will be Machar Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh Sivan will be on Sunday. Uh, Monday is Memorial Day. We are here, as you would suspect. Even though it's a legal holiday, we are here. Make sure to be tuned in between 6 and 9 a.m. Um, I would assume Mayor will present some type of show. We'll find out. I'm uh, assuming that Yoni Pollock will present his show Monday. So it may be Memorial Day, but we'll be here at JM in the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. And, of course, as I said, next Friday is the holiday of Shavuos. 56 degrees, 80% humidity, winds are calm, afternoon showers with a high of 72. Then tonight, showers and a low of 60. Tomorrow, we've got rain and a high 67 degrees. 87 in Yerushalayim, where it's a drop cooler than it's been. Baruch Hashem. 56 here in New York City as we say uh, good morning. At JM in the AM. Mayor Weingarten is going to join us about 20 minutes from now. And we will uh, uh, continue with our Yom Yerushalayim special. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for uh, Android and iPhone and comment away. Um, So feel free to comment on the app. And um, and as I said, our Yom Yerushalayim special will be in full gear coming up. We will not be doing a weekly update today. In fact, we won't do one next week either since we're not on the air Friday uh, because of Yontif. So we will not be doing a weekly update today. Uh, our next weekly update will be two weeks from today. Rabbi Yudin will join us. Rabbi Yudin will join us. He'll have words at 8.15 about uh, Yom Yerushalayim, I'm sure, and about Parshas Bamidbar. And then... Um, Right after that, we'll go to the sounds of 1967. It's one of the things that so many people around the world wait for and look forward to during our Yom Yushalayim special. We'll go to the sounds of 1967 at about 8.30 Eastern time this morning right here at JM in the AM. Salul kayayin v'reyach oranim Nisa beruach ha'arbayim im kol pa'am onim U'vetar demat ilan va'eben Shvuya b'chalomah Ha'ir asher b'gad yoshevet u'velibah Yerushalayim shel zahav Veshel nechoshet veshel or Zarnuel 
God will fulfill your heart's desire. Take you to the place you want to go. Keep dreaming of the land of your history. And you walk in the streets before you know. On wings of eagles, they took to the sky. Not sure how this magic carpet would fly. And cries of joy at the first shalom. 50,000 Yemenites coming home. My heart is dancing in Jerusalem. Redeeming our brothers of Babylon. Two thousand years and they shook back that soon every last soul would come along. Though it seemed impossible to achieve, Morocco's Jews were the next to leave. Every pillar of the Temple of Solomon, hear the sound of French ringing through Zion. My heart is dancing in Jerusalem.
מדוע אתם שותקים? מדוע אתם שותקים, רבותיי? מה אתם מחכים? J.M. and the A.M. It's our Yomi Yerushalayim special. That's right. Appropriate music for this Yomi Yerushalayim on this Erev Shabbos Parshas by Midbar. Day 43 in the counting of the Omer. Candle lighting at 7.53 in New York. We are going to bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. Rosh Chodesh is tomorrow night. Sunday, Machar Chodesh. Sunday is a one-day Rosh Chodesh Sivan. Memorial Day is Monday, but we're here at J.M. and the A.M. Don't forget. Mayor Weingarten. He's with us. We're actually testing out our system. Mayor uh, Boker Tov and, uh, and the Moadim Lusimchali Gulash Lema. Hang on a second. That's my fault. There we go. Moadim Lusimchali Gulash Lema. Boker Tov. Manishma. Always a delight to speak with you, especially on Jerusalem Day, 53 oh, years later. The best. Remember our special 53 years ago when we were. Yes. On the air and playing the music. And uh, yes. I don't think we had Facebook Live then either, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean either? We don't have it today? Well, the problem is, oh, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I had mentioned this to the audience earlier. Um, we're having one of those technical glitches, which is not allowing us to get onto Facebook Live right now. I am consulting with my friends at the Mizrahi who've had this problem a million times. Oh. And they're sending me instructions on, on what I could try to do. So have so many great things to share with the audience. All right. We're working on it. We're working on it. And we'll be, believe me, it, believe me, we're going to be trying all morning long. I'm we, sure. We, and we, by the way, uh, we can always just uh, send that, you know, send the pictures to them, to the audience. Meaning in the mail? Yeah. It's an idea. Yeah. Um, I have stamps. I have envelopes. So we are going to, um, we're literally going to try to Facebook Live uh, another 10 times during this show, and hopefully it'll work. We'll see. I'm getting a lot of good advice from around the world, and we'll see if that works. Anyway, bottom line is our Yom Yushalayim special is on. Uh, we're here between now and at least 9 a.m. Eastern time, celebrating Jerusalem on this 53rd anniversary. Uh, I will describe to you some of the uh, decorative aspects of this Yom Yushalayim special coming up. 
We'll do that with Mayor before the 7 o'clock news. And uh, and then we'll get into the uh, heart and soul of our Yom Yerushalayim special. We will get to the kolot. We will get to the voices and sounds of uh, 53 years ago, of 1967, uh, coming up at about 8.30 Eastern time this morning, whether we're on Facebook Live or not. Uh, if you won't be able to see it, you'll certainly be able to hear the sounds of 1967, which is a big highlight of this special each and every year. Uh, more coming up. Mo'adim l'simcha l'gulash le'ma at JM in the AM. Oh, 
JM in the AM, Yom Yerushalayim special. Mayor Weingarten and I are on. Uh, again, unfortunately, we can't. We're, ha- we're having trouble getting to Facebook Live, and I uh, apologize for that. Believe you me. I'm starting to worry, Mayor, because I got a big Facebook Live coming up on Tuesday when uh, David Matlow is scheduled to give us a brief tour of his Herzl Museum up in Toronto. That's supposed to happen at about uh, 7.30, I think, on uh, Tuesday morning. I don't know why I'm having trouble unmuting this. There we go. Okay. Now I hear you. Yeah, it's one of those gremlin mornings where everything is, you know. Yes, yes. Which is a shame because we did prepare to make sure this will be perfect. And we did Facebook Live yesterday for our live lunch and... For whatever reason, it's not cooperating yeah. with us today, and that's so frustrating. Anyway, David Matlow is scheduled to join us on Tuesday for a brief Zoom tour. Oh, the truth is, we can—I mean, we don't have to worry about Facebook Live on Tuesday. We can just invite everyone to go into Zoom, so that's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, a brief Zoom, a brief Zoom tour of his um, Herzl collection, which is pretty uh, extensive, to say the least. Oh, uh, speaking of Herzl, Mayor, yeah, you're probably wondering who's doing the show with me today, and usually you are in studio with me at JMAM during our Yom Yerushalayim right. special. Uh, you know that when you, uh, unfortunately, were not able to be here on uh, on Yom uh, Hatzma'ut, uh, right. I had uh, Theodore Herzl next to me uh, yes. doing the show, you may recall. Is, uh, is that something that, uh, that left an impression on you? Oh, very much so. In fact, I, I booked the trip to the Rhine <laughs> River. You mean you're actually going to the, uh, what is no, it again? No. The Three Kings Hotel. Three Kings Hotel. <laughs> well, I'm going to go to the King's Hotel, the, just the one king. but Or the King David, or the King Solomon, you know, all of those hotels. Are there any other King Hotels in Israel? I'm trying to wonder. I'm thinking. All right. Anyway, um, I don't know what you just did, but now it's a little bit. Uh, oh, that's better. Okay, great. Um, so today. Found that was. Today, as, as you could see, no Herzl. You're the only one who could see there's no Herzl. You're the only one on Zoom with me right now. Okay. No Herzl today. I decided for Yom Yerushalayim, we're going to go a little differently. Okay. Oh, by the way, you know how Yom Atzimut, when I forget stuff, it's like Pesach Sheni. When I forget to do things in Yom Atzimut, I always make it up on Yom Yerushalayim. <laughs> so first of all, I have two flags. Well, that is just like the history of the state of Israel. Seriously? What we couldn't accomplish on Yom Ha'atzma'ut. Nice. Because of the partition, we accomplished on... on uh... What was that? Oh, that's yours. On Yom Yerushalayim, all right. Computer, I'm sorry. So number one, no, that's fine. Number one... Look at the background. I now have two flags flying, right? right. We, we had one, I think, on Yom Yerushalayim, on Yom Atzmud. And then I forgot this little ditty. This is my this is my Israel Celebrate Israel headband right? with two flags on it. Oh, wow. And if you notice. It's such a shame that the audience can't see that. Oh, you could say that again. Uh, I don't know if everybody would agree with you on that. Uh, no, nobody at, would agree with you And if that. you notice, it has lights. Oh, uh, blue and. Looks pink. like blue and red. I mean, it's got to look good, you know. Let's let's face it. We can't just, we can't just always do blue and white. It's got to well, look. I was going to say the white light would, you know. And finally, who's doing this show with me if Herzl's not here? Well, Herzl is sort of here, and here's what I mean. I'm doing this show with images of three great leaders of Israel. One, okay. of course, never saw Israel. That would be Herzl. Um, but the others certainly saw and had a major impact on Israel. And I have to thank our friends at SodaStream, because doing the doing the Yom Yerushalayim special with me today, we have Theodore Herzl, David Ben Gurion, and Golda Meir, who are all doing the Yom Yerushalayim special with me. 
Very, very nice. <laughs> you're, you're, I think you're trying to be nice by saying it like that. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I was you because know. our friends at SodaStream released commemorative bottles. I actually didn't want to break this up today, otherwise, I, I, I literally be holding up bottles. Uh, but I think it's like a collector's edition. Three years ago, for the seventieth of, uh, of Israel, they released bottles with images. Um, it, for, say it again. I remember that. Yeah. And on the flip side is a nice photo of the three of them. So they are with oh. me. They are with, I don't know if I'll have a collective discussion about Jerusalem like I did with Herzl privately uh, during our Zoom conversation on Yom Ha'atzmaut, but they are here in studio. Golda Meir, David Ben-Gurion, with his COVID hair, as somebody pointed out yesterday, <laughs> and, uh, and Theodore Herzl all in studio. All right, Mayor? Yeah. I'm I'm excited. You seem thrilled, not excited. You seem thrilled. It is America, America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web, and Nachumsegel.com, and the Nachumsegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Into the heart of our Yom Yerushalayim special coming up here at JM in the AM. All you got to do is keep it here. That's all you have to do is literally keep it here where you're listening. And you're going to hear the sounds of 1967. You're going to hear uh, all the uh, amazing uh, actualities that Mayor Weingarten has collected from 53 years ago. That's happening at about 8.30 Eastern time this morning. And before that, about 90 minutes of a great Yom Yerushalayim special coming up, starting now with Galitzal News at the top of the hour. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Friday Arab Shabbos follows next. We say Moadim Lusimchali Gulash Lema at JM and the AM. על השעה שתיים. שלום רב, כאן אלעזר בן לולו עם מה שקורה עכשיו. מקרה נוסף של מכת חום בעקבות מזג האוויר השרבי. גבר בשנות ה-70 לחייו איבד את הכרתו בזמן ששהה בביתו. צוות מגן דוד אדום פינה אותו באורח קשה לבית החולים סורוקה בבאר שבע. מוקדם יותר אישה בת 85 מבני ברק לקטה במכת חום ופונתה באורח קשה לבית החולים מעיני הישועה בעיר כשהיא מונשמת ומורדמת. אליה אשר הגזו כתבנו רמי שני וליאס בילקין. המנהיג העליון של איראן, עלי חמינאי, שב ומאיים, קרוב יומה של ישראל להיכחד, נגיף הציונות לא ישרוד לאורך זמן. כך בדברים שנשא לציון יום ירושלים הבינלאומי באיראן. עוד קרח המנהי למדינות מוסלמיות לא לשכוח את המחויבות לרעיון הפלסטיני כלשונו. בתגובה באיחוד האירופי מגנים את דברי חמינאי, דברים אלה אינם עולים בקנה אחד עם היעד של מזרח תיכון יציב. האיחוד האירופי חוזר על מחויבותו הבסיסית לביטחונה של ישראל, כך בהצהרת הנציג הגבוה באיחוד. גבר בן 41 נעצר בחשד שאיים על חייו של ראש עיריית אום אל-פחם. המשטרה ביקשה להאריך את מעצרו של החשוד, תושב העיר. ידיעה שהעבירה כתבתנו, הדס שטייף. צעיר כבן 20 נפצע באורח בינוני בהתהפכות רכבו בכביש הראשי בכניסה לאיכסל שבצפון. צוות מגן דוד אדום פינה אותו לבית החולים רמב״ם בחיפה עם חבלה בראשו. עם ציון יום ירושלים בבית הפתוח בירושלים לגאווה וסבלנות קוראים לרשויות בעיר להמשך שיתוף פעולה למען קידום זכויות הקהילה הגאה המקומית. יושב ראש הבית הפתוח ערן גלובוס אומר ביום ירושלים אנו מצהירים בקול ברור גם לנו יש מקום בעיר. אנו מקווים שנבחרי הציבור ישלבו עמנו ידיים ומאמינים שירושלים יכולה להיות דוגמת מופת לחברה ישראלית ליברלית ומקבלת. כך גלובוס. 
תחזית מזג האוויר, השרב יישבר וצפויה ירידה ניכרת בטמפרטורות שתחזור נא להיות רגילות לעונה. בצפון הארץ ייתכן גשם קל. אלה החדשות. Shame in the AM Yom Yerushalayim special. Did I hear that people are actually getting sick and dying from the heat wave in Israel? Is that what they were oh, talking yeah, about? Oh, yeah, it's going on for a week already. It's a terrible, unrelenting, unprecedented heat wave. Uh, you got a bad background noise where you are, if we can. Oh, that's, I think that's better. Is that better? Hmm. What do you hear? I'm hearing a, a terrible click. Is it better? No. Now? Now it's just worse. Just got louder. Well, now I don't hear you. What? Sounds like one of your connections may be uh, off. Uh, it's Erev Shabbos Parshas by Midbar with candle lighting at 7.53 here in New York. Rosh Chodesh Sivan coming up Sunday, which means tomorrow's Machar Chodesh. Uh, Yom Chevron is tomorrow. Yom Yerushalayim, of course, is today. Memorial Day weekend. We are here Monday and, of course, Friday next week. is the holiday of Shavuos. Mayor, I don't know what you did, but that's a million times better. And now, Mayor Weingarten, the heat wave in Israel, which, by the way, is breaking a drop today. It's really supposed to get cooler overnight tonight. But, and, fi- but finally, after a week, it seems to be breaking today. And on Sunday, shocking, it's going to be rain and stormy. In May? Yes. The end of May, wow. Nothing makes sense anymore. You think Shavuos? Uh, oh, by the way, did you hear what's going on with Shavuos at the Kotel? No. <laughs> you know, people like to go Shavuos morning to the Kotel. Yeah. But as you know, just like today, Yom Yerushalayim has been mm. very, very understated. Right. Uh, no Rikud Galim and things like that. Right. Um, so Shavuos, they're concerned about, you know, obviously because of the whole COVID-19 thing. So they've developed, a, apparently, according to a resident in Jerusalem that I spoke with, they've developed a lottery system. You mm-hmm. must register by tomorrow night, and at some point this week they will choose And grant permission for Shavuos morning to those holding a two-dot zehut that that coincides with the lottery, uh, you know, selection that they, uh, you know, that was chosen that after they entered it. I'm so. just curious who the guard is who is going to turn <laughs> away all the people who show up who didn't win the lottery. Trust me, that's going to be a rough seed. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, comments on the app. First of all, yes, listeners, we are also frustrated that there's no Facebook Live today. We're trying everything in our power, including we consulted with our friends at the Mizrahi who gave us a great piece of advice because this, this system has worked for them before when they tried. It did not work for us. So, yes, we are frustrated and we apologize. Nothing we could do about it. And we're going to try to understand why the one above has created a situation where the Yom Yerushalayim special will not be. On Facebook Live. Always blame the one above when in doubt, Mayor. <laughs> yeah, but it's also a conspiracy. Mark Zuckerberg? You think it's he? He's, he's, yes. He's yes, anti-Jerusalem. They've, they've been censoring things they don't like on Facebook. You know that, right? Oh, Seriously. So, so that's what they're doing to us? Yeah, sure. So right. I, so Avi Fryer's magic trick makes it, but our Yom Yerushalayim special does not. I don't know. Uh Listener says, can't imagine our lives without the Kotel. Or as I would say, can't imagine our lives without Harabayat, but I guess that's not for now. Only a short 53 years ago, we acquired this treasure. Well, we did acquire a much bigger and more important. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What? No, no, no. Only 53 years ago did we acquire the... First of all, I agree with you. Let's talk about Yerushalayim and Harabayat. That's the, the main thing. The Kotel gets its... It's uh, whatever the Kedusha of the Kotel. Or, hash, or from, Hashivut of the Kotel. 
the chashivut of the kotel come, the importance comes from Har Habayit. We've had Har Habayit since the day that King David purchased it from the Jebusite or of Nahayivusi. We were thrown away, we were thrown out of the land by the Romans and we exiled, but we didn't forget about it for one day. There were Jews for every single day of the 2000 years that we were away who remembered Yerushalayim and had the hope of returning to it immediately every single day, more than once a day. So we didn't just acquire it 53 years ago. No, no. We returned home 53 years ago. Well, just to, first of all, thank you for that. You're 100% right, obviously. Uh, but just to be fair to our listener, let me finish the comment. Can't imagine. Sorry. No, no problem. I can't imagine our lives without the Kotel. Only a short 53 years ago, we acquired this treasure to Darabat to Jam and for bringing us that much closer. These songs hit the spot. Listener Devorah from Israel says, when you can't have a proper Rikud Galim, you have one with cars. We had a fun time going through the Yishuv, playing Yom Yerushalayim music and throwing candies to the kids on the sidewalks. Yom Yerushalayim Sameach. And a big hello to Safta Khanna, who uh, enjoyed our Shlomo Kalbach selection down in Deerfield Beach, Florida. Yom Yerushalayim. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I want to apologize to that listener that I uh, sort of got on a rant. Uh, over no, I, 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 okay, I, you misunderstood me. I was not at all criticizing you for doing that. I just wanted to be fair and finish the comment. That's all. Uh, no, I, I believe your uh, interruption was proper, frankly, because I myself yeah, was interrupting the comment. Right, but I don't think that she meant it in a negative not. way. Obviously, no, of course not. And believe me, it's a uh, it's. You know, someone said to me, I, I created a blurb. As you know, uh, the last half hour of our Yom Yerushalayim special is being carried by the Mizrahi because they want the um, segment where you're going to go through the sounds of 1967. Oh. So they said, could you send me a blurb that discusses the, um, you know, what you're doing? So we can put up a proper, proper blurb in the schedule for today for the Mizrahi, World Beit Midrash for the Mizrahi. So I wrote the blurb. And I said, sounds of 1967 include, and, and you know, I wrote, James, they am special, man, da, da, da. Sounds of with sounds of 1967, including Harabayat Biadenu. That's what I wrote right like that. So they went ahead and produced their blurb, uh, and I saw the flyer as it was produced, and it says uh, 1967, including sounds of the Koto. So I got very upset, and I said to them, you know, this is the this is the blurb I sent you, and I sent it specifically for a reason. And they said, okay, no problem. We're going to change it, and we're going to republish it. We're going to change the whole thing. But what's the, you know, what's the, tell me the Tushtel, tell me. And I said, for 35 years, I've tried to educate my audience that the Kotel is nothing. And again, I'm using that word, you know. I, Comparatively. Right. Compared to Harabayat. And we should be focused on not, believe me, I'm not discouraging people from davening at the Kotel, from yearning for the Kotel, wanting to see the Kotel the second to get to Israel. I'm not dis- dis- discouraging any of that. But we have to keep in mind that Harabayat, in terms of importance, is a million times more important then the Kotos, I'm, I'm subtly trying to use this strategy to communicate this to my listeners. So when I say Sounds of 1967, including Harabayat Piadenu, there's a reason for it. I'm not mentioning the Kotel, and I'm also not, you know, being blatant about the Temple Mount. I'm saying Harabayat Piadenu. This is it, that people need to know that this was the focus of that day 53 years ago. So this is a, you know, any listener who's commenting and thinking that we're being disrespectful, we don't mean to be at all. We're just continuing to... To um to be on this mission that we created years ago of subtly and in a proper slow fashion because that's what it requires it requires a slow education 
uh, to educate our audience and our people that Harabayat should be our main focus, especially on a day like today? Like I've said many times, we have pictures, so such famous pictures of the Kotel, and uh, you see in the background the uh, Golden Dome of the uh, Muslims. And uh, clearly the focus of the picture is the Kotel, and in the background is the Harabayat. And I say that this is where we're going wrong. This is where we're going wrong. Har Habayit has to be the focus and the Kotel in the background. The Kotel is the place that we go when we have no access to Har Habayit. When Har Habayit are, is in foreign hands that don't allow us to pray. And there are, we're not getting into the discussion now of going up to Har Habayit or not, but the Makom Hamikdash, the only place that is inherently holy in in Jewish religion, is Har Habayit. There are halachot that you have to when you walk on Har Habayit, you can't wear shoes, for example. There's halachot of Morah Hamikdash, leather shoes. I'm sorry, leather shoes. Yes, correct, um, and so forth. The we'll talk a little bit later uh, about um, a, a talk that Yoel Benun, Harav Yoel Benun, gave yesterday um, about how he behaved in 1967. He was one of the uh, paratroopers that that was one of the first to liberate Yerushalayim and be on Har Habayit, and some of his thoughts about it. But there's no question that we've lost the focus. We've lost the focus. And we have to regain it. And it's happening. It is happening. There is a movement. And it's, and it's a movement that is being held back to a great extent by the government of Israel. And it was originally held back by Moshe Dayan and the government of Israel within days of the liberation of Yerushalayim. In fact, um, yesterday I saw a presentation, <clears throat> excuse me, where um, Motagur, who is the commander, the general who's commanding the troops, gives instructions. I mean, you don't hear him say that, but this is what they're saying, the, the people that put this up, to take two flags, to put one up at the top of the Golden Dome and one up over the Koto. And there is a picture of the few seconds that the one over the Golden Dome flew until Moshe Dayan came and forced them to take both flags down. Hard for us in 2020 to even believe that that is what happened, but that is exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, Got to put yourself into a certain frame of mind in order to uh, understand what was going on back in 1967. Someone called me yesterday here in the studio and said that they lived in Baca in 1961. As a border. And remembers constant shooting from Jordan. Mm-hmm. That's six years before the Six-Day War. We should remember, by the way, that not only are we referring to the reunification of Jerusalem on this day, we're also talking about a, an extreme um, uh, a, a, an, ex, an extreme um, uh, strategic um, victory that ensured the safety and security for many residents of Jerusalem and allowed for the city of Jerusalem to swell to the numbers that it's at today. One of the things I was reminded of yesterday in, um, in this presentation was that Jordan, as you know, they began, unlike in the Sinai where Israel um, did a preemptive strike, uh, 
Jordan just started shelling Jerusalem as a result of Egypt pressuring Hussein to do so. And they, they literally um, hit what the neighborhood known as Armon Hanatziv, not far from Baca and so right. forth. Th these were shelled. There were air raid sirens. People ran into the shelters. Yushalayim was under attack, and there was a fear that Yushalayim would be lost, the half of Yushalayim that was already in Israeli hands. There was a real fear. So soldiers were, had to be now, now had to be sent to Yushalayim to defend the border against the Jordanian army that they were afraid was going to come in to the southern part of, of, the, of the Green Line, what they call the Green Line, south of the old city. And Yorbanum points out that the northern part of the, of the border was totally open, that if the Jordanians would have acted like any normal army would have acted and not like the way God wanted them to act, they could have just invaded Jews. It was all open. And they had soldiers and they had weaponry and they had artillery. They had everything. They could have just walked into the northern part of Yerushalayim and take it over. Was Sanhedria the border then? Was yeah, that, that part of it. Yes, correct, correct. And the reason I mentioned that is because now, you know, obviously, you know, people are there <laughs> living for many, many years in, in peace. And people don't realize that when, when they're in that area of the city, they're literally on the 1967 border or the pre-67 yeah. border to be more yeah. accurate. I have a map, which uh, I can show. The um, and Givada Tachmoshet would have been also a border area, or mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that would have, well, uh, Givada Tachmoshet was already Jordan. That was already Jordan officially. Yeah, yeah. Hence the the, the major battle and right. you know they were dug in there and so forth and so on. Uh, another place that people could see on a daily basis when they travel to Jerusalem. Oh, yeah. People don't. It's been the line has been so erased in Yerushalayim, the border. Yeah, that's people, the, the Sultan pool where they have these huge concerts. Right, what do they right. call it? The Sultan's pool. Sultan's pool. Was no man's land. The big windmill that is uh, near the Inbal Hotel, the King Solomon Hotel, you know, that the uh, Monte Fury's windmill. Yep. That was on the roof. That's where the Israeli snipers would would sit if they were attacked to shoot back at the Jordanians. This is the center of Yerushalayim today, right? King David Hotel's backyard was no man's land. That's unbelievable. Absolutely so. People don't realize it. Unbelievable. And when I say no man's land, I mean that from the walls of, of the old city, which if you've been to that neighborhood, you know that when you look out, when you look out east from the King David Hotel, you see the walls of the old city right there. And it's such a beautiful view. But in those walls, which are like teeth, you know, up and down, up and down, they were snipers in each one of those little um, openings. And they could shoot whenever they wanted into Yerushalayim, into our part of Yerushalayim. Unbelievable. Um... I don't know if this is the right version. I'm trying to find Givada Tachmosheh to play for everybody. Great song, by the is way. Is there more than one version? I don't know. Let's see what this one is. Yeah, that's it. It's the right version. You're listening to JM and the AM. Chag Sameach! Chag <laughs> Sameach! 
זה היה יעד מבוצר בצורה בלתי רגילה. בשלב מסוים של הלחימה נשארו לידי ארבעה חיילים בלבד. עלינו לשם בכוח של שתי פלוגות. לא ידעתי היכן האחרים כיוון שהקשר עם דודיק המ"פ ניתק עוד בתחילת הקרב. באותו רגע חשבתי שכולם נהרגו. חששתי שהירדנים יזרקו רימונים נוספים. מישהו היה צריך לעלות למעלה ולהשגיח. לא היה לי זמן לשאול מי מתנדב. שלחתי את איתן. איתן לא היסס לרגע. עלה למעלה והתחיל להפעיל את המקלעון. לפעמים היה עובר אותי והייתי צריך לצעוק לו שיישאר בקו שלי. ככה עברנו איזה שלושים מטר. איתן היה מחפה מלמעלה ואנחנו טיהרנו את הבונקרים מבפנים. עד שנפגע בראשו ונפל פנימה. ‫הגיוני הרים. 
לא יודע למה קיבלתי צל"ש, בסך הכל רציתי להגיע הביתה בשלום. Givat HaTachmoshet is, uh, as we said, the, uh, one of the key, one of the, um, one of the uh, most important parts of this day 53 years ago as we talk about the reunification of Jerusalem. Mayor Weingarten and I are uh, celebrating Jerusalem with you here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and I thank you so much for doing so. Sounds of 1967, about an hour from now, when we go to the uh, actualities that Mayor has prepared uh, regarding uh, the reunification of Jerusalem. Did you hear in the Givana Tachmoshet song the word Eitan? This guy Eitan is everywhere. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's everywhere, this Eitan. He's in, no. all, he's in a lot of your clips as well. My clips? Oh, yeah. Remember? <laughs> That's right. That's true. That's true. Eitan gets uh, gets heavy billing on this day, to say the yeah, least. Yeah, well, he is, uh, Abraham is called Eitan. Ooh. Nice. Right. Which is Yaakov and so forth. Nice. So, yeah, so Avram is Eitan. And Avram was with them there. Avram was with them there as they returned to the site of the of, uh, of Akedat Yitzchak. If we get to uh, our shuls, then uh, if we get to our shuls by Rosh Hashanah, uh, then we'll be able to share those words together with our congregations. <laughs> Please, God, as the uh, shuls continue to open up. Uh, in Israel, by the way, it's a, uh, it's a um, fait accompli, it seems, that uh, the synagogues are opening, maybe, you know, with restrictions. Yeah, they're open. They're open already. They're open. That's it. Yeah. And here in the— uh, But you can't have more than 50 people. 5-0. Yeah. And here in the U.S., as you know, things are slowly opening up, depending on what the governor's— the health officials and the uh, OU has to say regarding reopening of shuls. Yom Yushalayim, everybody. Okay, Mayor, what do you have for us this morning? What would you like to tell us on this Jerusalem Day 2020? One of the one of the uh, things that we need to keep reminding ourselves is that what happened in the Six Day War was a miracle. On every level, on every day of the war on almost every battle. It's a miracle similar to what we have in Megillat Esther. 
where we read through the Megillah and we see, oh, this just happens to happen and this just happens to happen and Esther happens to be selected and so forth. But we know that it's all part of a divine plan. And at the end of the day, the divine plan wins out. The Six-Day War ended exactly the way the Israeli government did not plan it to end. (laughs) The government didn't want to go to war, period. They were forced into going to war by Egypt. Egypt invaded. Egypt was controlling the Sinai Peninsula. And there was an agreement that was being uh, um, kept by the UN forces, the brave soldiers of the UN. And Egypt just threw them out and they left, of course, and invaded, Egypt just kept sending tanks into the Sinai, amassing them along the border with Israel and threatening to, to put an end to this fluke that's called the state of Israel. And by the way, yesterday, Iran made the same pledge, right? Iran said, we have to do away with the Zionist entity. It's a mistake. It's a cancer. It's a, the whole thing is. And Israel was forced ultimately to fight against Egypt. Israel pleaded with Jordan, don't come into the war. Don't shoot at us. We won't shoot at you. The last thing Israel wanted was a two front war. The last thing. Israel on that first day of the Six-Day War was so successful with a miraculous is the only word. Of course, they'll tell you it was all great planning of the Air Force. The Air Force is great. It's true. It was great planning of the Air Force. The Israeli Air Force daringly sent almost every single aircraft it had to bomb all the Egyptian um, airports where the fighter planes were parked. And Israel succeeded within about a half an hour to totally decimate Egypt's air power. That was the end of the war, by the way. It wasn't the Six-Day War. It was the 40-minute war. (laughs) That was the end of the war because when you don't have air power and you're fighting in the Sinai and Israel has all the air power it needs, Israel can just totally bomb all the... The, the array of tanks that were making their way toward Israel, Israel just bombed. It was like lines of burnt out tanks, just rows and rows of burnt out tanks throughout the Sinai. And they did it so quickly and they advanced so much faster than they thought that the Tzanchanim that ultimately liberated Har Habayit were supposed to be in Sinai. They were supposed to parachute down near El Arish in order to capture the airport of El Arish and so forth in order to fight the Egyptians. And they knew every detail of of their job and every detail of the terrain that they were going into. And then suddenly, Jordan opens fire in Yerushalayim. Israel sees, hey, we don't need these guys in Sinai anymore. Sinai is just falling. 
let's send them to Jerusalem, not to liberate Yerushalayim, by the way, Nachum. The soldiers were sent to Yerushalayim to defend Yerushalayim from the bombings of the Jordanians. And then, when slowly Israel starts realizing that it can surround the old city as part of the protection of Yerushalayim, they create a a circle around the old city, which is around like the border area, they see that, hey, we, we, we can walk in. We can walk in now, right now, to the old city. And Moshe Dayan, defense minister, sends a message out. Do not enter the old city. We will not enter the old city. Can you imagine as we're standing on on the cusp of history, uh, on the doorstep, and Moshe Dayan doesn't want to go in? Yorob ben Nun asks, or many ask, Yorob ben Nun answers. In 1948, we fought very hard to, to, to keep the entire Yerushalayim, but we were unsuccessful. Remember, that in the partition plan of 1948, where, where Israel was divided into, you know, the tiny little piece of Israel that was still left was divided into two. Right. Yerushalayim was in neither part. Right. It was an international city. But because the Arabs didn't accept it and there was a war, so we were able to fight and we were able to keep half of Yerushalayim. The other half, unfortunately, including the old city and so forth, just we, we, we were not able to 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 have a victory. Ruvio Benun says, why? Why in 48 were we so unsuccessful? And then in 67, were we so successful? It's a beautiful, beautiful idea. Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is, is not just symbolizes, but is achdut, is unity. It is personified as unity in so many different ways. Yerushalayim HaBnuyakir Shechubra LaYachdav, Chaver. We know that according to Chazal, in a metaphoric way maybe, that Yerushalayim was not in any one tribe's territory. It was divided between, I mean, the Mikdash itself was divided between the territory of Binyamin and the, the dividing line between Binyamin and Yehuda falls right in the middle of the Beit HaMikdash and Har Habayit. So that no one tribe says this is mine because it's Achdut. Mm. And Binyamin and Yehuda are who? Yerushalayim, Yehuda. Uh, Shvatim. Yes, Yehuda says to Yaakov, when they have to go back to Egypt and get Binyamin and, and bring Binyamin with them because Yosef says, don't come back here unless your other brother comes back with you. And Yehuda says, Anochi Aravenu, I will be the Arev. I will be the guarantor. So what happens when you're a guarantor, when you're an Arev? You and the other person are the same. Because if something's going to transpire for the other person, you're the one who's going to take the brunt. It's you. You become the other person. Yehuda and Binyamin as Arevim Zelazeh. But actually Yehuda Arev to Binyamin becomes Binyamin. Yehuda and Binyamin are one. They're brothers that are one, and Yerushalayim is one. 
1948, we fought amongst ourselves, the Etzel and the Lechi. The Haganah hated both of them. There was, there was snitching one on the other. They were fighting one with the other. The Altalena, the famous situation where Ben-Gurion uh, um, commands Yitzhak Rabin to shoot at the ship that was bringing weapons because it was the Etzel's ship. The hatred towards Begin that continued. Yobinun says, we couldn't, we, we had no right to get Yerushalayim when we're so split. But in 1967, before the war, the fear was so great, we all united. It was the first time there was a unity government where Menachem Begin sits in the government with Levi Eshkol, Mapai, who hates Menachem Begin from 48, now accepts him into the government. And the night when Moshe Dayan sends out this command, don't go into the old city, Menachem Begin and Yigal Alon both petition Levi Eshkol. And at four in the morning, they have a government meeting over the phone because Levi Eshkol is influenced by these two people who say we have a historic opportunity right now. And if we don't take it, the generations will never forgive us. Yigal Alon is what they call from the left. And Menachem Begin is what we call from the right. right. The Achtut, the Achtut of the government, the Achtut of those yearning for Yerushalayim was there in 67, as he points out, it was the, 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 the most united Jewish sovereignty since Shlom, David and Shlomo. Because we know after that it breaks up into Yudan, Yisrael, and then we go into Galut, and then we keep fighting, and we fight each other, and we have a battles and all. And after all those years since David, this is the first time, thousands of years, that the Jewish people get together and we merit Baruch Hashem in that merit, Yerushalayim. Unbelievable. Incredible. And we, and we are acknowledging the miracle of today, and we are saying Hallel, and we are heaping praise upon the one above, because 53 years ago, what Mayor just described took place, actually took place. By the way, you know me on the technical stuff. Uh, how did Egyptian intelligence live down the fact that in 40 minutes, Israel was able to find and destroy the majority of their air force? They, they were in total state of shock. And one of the reasons that the, the Jordanians began shelling Yerushalayim is because the Egyptians being in such a shock and being concerned that they're going to they're gonna be wiped out basically forced the hand of Jordan to open a second front in order to save them. Unbelievable. Uh, what was going on up north? during this time nothing yet that happens when all the way at the end literally all the way at the end yeah again because of distraction purposes and to try to help no 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 actually i mean as the story goes um i think i think in this case it was moshe dayan who said this is a golden opportunity the golan heights is a thorn in our side we can't you know the entire galil is under their control and so forth we're on a roll. They're all petrified. Let's do it. Unbelievable. Uh, and, and, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go, go, go. No, go I was ahead. just going to say that uh, we have a lot of uh, interesting comments on our app. And again, everybody, I apologize that there's no 
Facebook Live. It's a technical thing, but, uh, you know, again, if God's in control of the Six-Day War, he might be in control of whether we could be uh, whether we could Facebook Live today or not as well. Uh, Nun says God was the producer and the director. Exactly. We have here some comments on the app I wanted to get to. Uh, for your information, listener Robin says, Israel's heat wave has started to break. It's only in the mid-80s right now in Hashmonaim, which is cool. Uh, or at least cooler. Well, it's not cool. Yeah. Uh, this listener says, sitting here in Baca, fascinated. That's right, because you're on the border and don't even realize it. Uh, and, and think about what Baca is today. One oh, of the most upscale neighborhoods in Yerushalayim. Uh, listener Tikva says, we use the uh, the name Brechat HaSultan. And um, and she also says that her brother-in-law's name is Eitan, and he's getting a kick out of this discussion. <laughs> Wait, there's more coming up, Eitan. There's more coming up. Listener Morris, Mayor Nachum, Chag Sameach, probably one of my favorite days of the year, yearning and dreaming of being in Yerushalayim every day, loving the program. And this listener says, Boker Tov from Modi'in, NSN, enhancing our Yom Yerushalayim this year especially. Thank you, Mayor. Shabbat Shalom. So there you have it. If you want to comment on the app, go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. Comment away, and as you see, we do see some of the comments. All right, Mayor, where to next? Should we do a great Yushalayim selection? Uh, what should we do? Yeah, may as well. All right, where should we go here? Uh, you got the music, man. I got the music is right. You're the music, man. I'm going to do this one. This is a selection that... Um... Let's see if I could do this right. This is a selection that Blue Fringe made uh, popular years ago. Ah, nice song. They call it City of Gold, and you're listening to JM in the AM. You're not on my mind 
This listener says, I remember listening to JM and the AM on the 50th anniversary when you were forced inside because of the torrential rains. That was the 40th. I know it seems like only three years ago. Believe it or not, it was 13 years ago that the torrential rains in Jerusalem forced us indoors at the Inbal Hotel at the last minute. Thank God for ZK and his ingenuity. Otherwise, we would have been drenched with all of our equipment. And, um, Mayor, you'll recall that for many years after that, you and I discussed, could you imagine if that was the weather 40 years earlier? Could you imagine yeah. if that flooding was going on in Jerusalem as the war was going yeah. on? It was it very was, interesting. And, and, you know, one of the one of the miracles of this war, and, and somebody should write a book, a, a Megillah, like Megillah Esther. Somebody actually did, uh, Chagai Ben Arzi. I think I have it right here. Well, I never have the books where I need them, right? They're never where you think you left them. They're never where you think I left them. But anyway, it doesn't make a difference because I can't show it to anyone except you. Here it is. Oh, good. Um, oh, you, I think called, you actually gave that to me once. I, it could be. I bought a few cups. called Megillat Sheshet Hayamim. Right. It's not as popular as Megillat Esther yet. <laughs> but you know why? You know why? It's just time. No, time. I, I know the reason. Oh. There's no food component like Mishloch Manot, which is oh. which is prominent to begin <laughs> out this there. Once you, in, once you toss in a food component, all of a sudden you have a different holiday mayor. Good point. Good point. And in the back, they could have recipes and <laughs> and they could have themes for the Mishloch Manot. You know, you need a theme because Mishloch Manot what is, can't. What is the food? What's today's treat? It's basically just candies. Right, the, the same as Yom Atzmud. You'd have falafel and blue and whites and Israeli flag cake. I, mean, would... I, I don't, I don't know that there's a food component. No wonder Yom Yerushalayim's not as popular as we'd like it to be. Uh, there you go. <laughs> that, that's one reason. <laughs> go ahead. You were talking about the there, Megillah. There many other reasons. But I'm saying the idea in the Megillah is there now. How did we get out oh, of flood the rain? So um, one of the miracles is that. You know, the city, we've spoken about this before, was captured. Yushalayim was was conquered many, many, many times in history. Right. And it always is conquered from its weakest point, which is from the north. Because Yushalayim, Harim Savivla, as right. it says in Tehillim. Yushalayim is surrounded by mountains and therefore by valleys on three sides, on the east, you have the Kidron Valley. We all familiar with that. It separates Yushalayim from Harazetim. On the west, you have the the valley. It's a, it's a long valley. It's called Geben Hinom, and it goes all the way from the west and it comes around the south. That's where the Sultan's Pool is. Uh, what did Tikpa say? It's called um, Brachot Hashiloach. 
So that's no Brechat Sultan. Right. Right. Brechat Sultan. That's part of this huge valley that goes basically from Shariafo all the way around to the south of Yerushalayim. So the only part that an army can easily breach, so to speak, is in the north. Right. In fact, the Navi says, Mitzafonti for that reason, about the capturing of Yerushalayim. The only time in history Yerushalayim is not captured from the north is in 1967, when the paratroopers with their tanks and their armored vehicles make their way up a very steep hill to Shar Ha'arayot, to the Lion's Gate. If there would be a flood and the water would be cascading down, it would make that much harder. And if the Jordanians would have still been there to fight, they could have stood on the high ground on the top of the Shar Ha'arayot and just kept shelling the Israeli soldiers who would have been just one after the other. They would have been killed. But you know what happened? During the night, the Jordanians left. Early in the morning, they were gone. The Jordanian soldiers left. They left. Do you know an army that has to fight for what they consider a holy place? Harabayit is holy to the Muslims. And Jordan was considered the caretaker of Harabayit. And if Jordan was involved, if they were asked, should you abandon, if the commander on the spot says, we're afraid that we're going to be overrun, the order would have been, don't you dare leave. You fight to the death. This is, this is our holy territory. But the person in command of the Jordanian army is an Egyptian general that is sent by Nasser because he doesn't trust Hussein. Mm. And, and so, so when the commander of Harabayit says to him, we want to withdraw from Harabayit and regroup somewhere else, he says, okay. And so when, when Am Yisrael returns to Harabayit, it's empty. It's empty. There's no battle. We just walked in. There's a few snipers, a little bit of sniper fire here and there. This is God hand, miraculous doing where, how else can you explain such a thing? How else can you explain that the place that we know today is such a, a, a hot spot between Jews and Muslims that they just walked away? Unbelievable. Friday morning, Yom Yerushalayim, JM and the AM, couple of things. First of all, uh, Betty Ehrenberg has checked in. Hey, Betty! Telling us Chag Sameach, and that's a great broadcast. Anybody wants to email us like she did, it's nachum at nachumsegel.com, nachum at nachumsegel.com. I remind you that um, we have a special Yom Yerushalayim uh, celebration going on right now, so our next weekly update will be two weeks from today. Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman, Conference of Presidents, Major American Jewish Organizations, will rejoin us two weeks from today at this time. For the weekly update, I also remind you that Tuesday during JM and the AM, you'll be invited to Zoom. You'll be invited to Zoom. I'll give you the uh, the uh, Zoom ID on Memorial Day on Monday. And, of course, on Tuesday morning at about 735, David Matlow, and Mayor has already made a commitment to be with us during that um, uh, show on Zoom. David Matlow is going to uh, give us a tour of his uh, unofficial Herzl Museum. And it's an amazing exhibit, and we'll do that for a few minutes on uh Tuesday morning here at JMM, and we'll do it on Zoom 
as well. So even if we don't have Facebook Live working, at least we'll have Zoom and the capability of anybody who wants to log in and uh, enjoy. And um, and I do want to remind you that today's Friday, and all through these weeks, from now until we get to uh, the three weeks, uh, we're trying to utilize every Thursday and Friday to to do active fundraising for us here at JM and the AM. And any reason, it seems, that we come up with to not do it ends up happening. <laughs> so we don't get to pitch for our fundraiser the way I would like because we're concentrating on so many other things, especially now with COVID-19, etc. So I'm asking everybody, if you are a listener of JM and the AM, if you are somebody who loves the weekly update on Fridays, if you're someone who appreciates our Yom Mood and Yom Yerushalayim specials, and our Tubishvat special, and all the other times that Mayer is doing amazing work for us through the Israel Show and through JM and the AM. And if you're somebody that really wants to see us continue going forward 36 years later, uh, then please, especially if you're enjoying today's show, I'm begging you, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, support JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Org, and I thank you for that very, very much. And we have a lot of great programming coming up. I do remind you that uh, uh, Monday is Memorial Day, yet we will be here. May, are you uh, are you doing a 9 a.m. on Memorial Day? Sure. Phenomenal. Live? Yeah, of course. Phenomenal. You're, in, you're amazing. We're That's almost always live. Memorial Day, folks. And both myself and Mayor will be doing our regular live programming. For that alone, you should be giving to fjbunity.org. Shavuos is coming up on Friday. Uh, we'll have a special Erev Shavuah show, of course, on Thursday. Uh, we'll be uh, we'll be extending greetings to all the dads and grads during the month of June. Just be with us. Be with us and be one of our sponsors by going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and being as generous as possible. A portion of the uh, NSN programming this morning brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage in Delhi is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at Better Kosher Supermarkets nationwide. Check out their website, kosherdogs.net, kosherdogs.net. Use the uh, promo code RADIO for a 10% discount. Again, use the promo code RADIO for a 10% discount uh, for kosherdogs.net. And the A&H knows, as we uh, speak to a lot of people in Israel today, they know that they're not in Israel yet, but trust me, they are working on it. They're always working on it because uh, there are a lot of people in Israel who miss uh, good old a and American hot dogs and and meats. Mayor Weingarten, on this Yom Yerushalayim, so tonight we get an opportunity to uh, sit with our families around the world and uh, and speak to our families, the next generation, about Yom Yerushalayim as we transition from Yom Yerushalayim to Yom Chevron. Um, if I had to spend time on some of the personalities Yom Yerushalayim. We have Matagor, we have Rav Gorin. Obviously, Moshe Dayan plays a role, uh, and, and, and an important role, uh, no matter what you think of uh, the end result in, in the war. Are there other figures that would be at that level that we should keep in mind when speaking about the Six-Day War and 53 years ago to our families? Mm, that's interesting. So those are the three, right? Those are the three most prominent that always come to our minds, well, right? Yitzhak Rabin was the uh, commander-in-chief of the army. Right. Uzinar Kis was the commander of the central, um, central, central command, which is the center of the country, which included Yushalayim. So he is ultimately the boss over Motagur, right. um, and Motagur, as we mentioned. And then there are some. There are two people that uh, 
are very interesting to talk about, I think. Okay. Um, the Rav HaNazir and Rav Tzvi Yehuda Cook. Right. In a very different way. You know, each, you know, very different than what we were talking about before with the military and the political. Right. So the Rav HaNazir, Rav David HaKohen, the father of Shar Yeshuv HaKohen that many people might remember was the chief rabbi of Haifa for many years. He took upon himself Nazirut. He never cut his hair. He never drank wine. Literally a Nazir. That's why they call him Harav Nazir. Was one of the closest Talmidim of Harav Avram Yitzchak HaKohen Kuk. He was a, in, an intense person, as you can only imagine. And he made a vow in 1948 that until he can go to pray at the Kotel, he's not leaving his house. Unbelievable. And they would bring, uh, he would have a minion in his house, people would come to Davin and so forth. Rav Tzvi Yehuda, the son of Rav Avram Yitzhak Cook, Rav Tzvi Yehuda Cook, was the leader of the group of students, many of whom were shockingly, miraculously involved in the battle for Yerushalayim. Hanan Porat, Rav Yoel Binun, Rav Ariel, many others that were his students are involved in the battle. When, oh, and um, the, the fellow who puts up the flag, whose name right now eludes me, also was a student of his. So when they come back to Harabayit and then they go down to the Kotel, somebody says to Rav Goren, we should go bring the Rav Hanazir. Wow. So as Rav Goren tells it, he tells somebody, take a command car in the middle of the war. There's still shooting and stuff going on. And go get the Rav Hanazir. The Rav Hanazir has to make a heter nedarim. That's what I heard. I know I, I heard that recently. I don't, I'm not sure why, because the netter was as long as we can't go to the Kotel, I won't live. I won't leave my house. Right. Why would but he have now, to annul his vow? I, I don't know. So Rav Goren ne- didn't say that in his interview. Somebody else mentioned it. I don't know if it's true. Doesn't matter. The Rav Nazir, who had an inkling already, because Rav Goren came to him earlier the, the day before to get the shofar, because Rav Goren's shofar was burnt in a in a battle in the Sinai where he was. So he had no shofar. So he went to Rav Nazir and he got the shofar. And, and so he had an inkling something was going on. So the Rav Nazir says, okay, let's go. But we can't go without the Rav Tzvi Yehuda. So in the middle of the battle and there's still shooting going on, they put a helmet on the Rav Nazir. They go pick up a Rav Tzvi Yehuda and these two old men make their way up in the command car through Shar Harayot, just like all the soldiers, and the soldiers are still, still piling in. The, the other brigade is now coming as reinforcement. And Hanan Porat looks and sees his two rebbies, his two teachers. It's like Mashiach, like the vision of, can you imagine? Wow. You're writing history as Hanan Parat said, we were writing a new chapter in Tanakh. And he runs after the car and tries to get a hold of them. 
Of course, he, he doesn't seem to get a hold of that at the end. And then they go and they go to the hotel and it said everybody, so many eyewitnesses that were there say the Reverend Nazir just stood with his hands up against the hotel like, like he would be a, a, a piece of wood or a piece of rock, just didn't move. It was like he melded into the into the Kotel. He became one with the Kotel. And in the song Hakotel, which you played earlier, there's a stanza about Harav, Amad Harav Mul Hakotel. Right. That is him. That Amad is who it's about. Harav Mul Hakotel. Right. <laughs> That's who it is about. Pretty amazing. Wow. Incredible. Um, so there's another. And, and Rav Tzvi Yehuda, let's not forget, a few weeks before that on Yom Ma'ut was the one as Hanan Parad, who was... Um, Hanan Parat was there too, but Rav Yol Ben Nun said yesterday in, in this presentation, he was there and he says, Rav Tzvi Yehuda, he was his Rebbe and he would speak every year on Yom Ha'atzmaut and then suddenly, as if he was going into a nevuah, Yol Ben Nun says, Rav Tzvi Yehuda just started like in a different voice, like in a different tone, in a different cadence, he talks about how in 1947, when they voted on the partition plan, he felt like his body was being ripped in two. How could we walk away from parts of Eretz Yisrael? That was Yom Atzmod, just a few weeks before the, the war. And here, his nivuah comes true as he makes his way into Yerushalayim. And just the next day, Jews are in Shechem, in Yericho, in Hebron, and amazing things. I think these two are great symbols of the rabbinic leadership that that was in place for a lot of these soldiers. Yom Yerushalayim at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at alchemsingle.com and the Alchemsingle Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Support us by going to fjbunity.org. Support our 2020 fundraiser, fjbunity.org. Candlelighting in New York, 753 on this Erev Shabbat, Parshas Bamidbar. Yom Chevron is tomorrow. Rosh Chodesh Sivan is Sunday. We'll bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. Rosh Chodesh, it's Machar Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh Sivan is Saturday night and Sunday. And uh, before we go to this selection, I just wanted to point that on the app. We keep getting comments from people. Um, first of all, one of our listeners says today's treat would be Yerushalmi Kugel, especially ah. er, especially Erev Shabbat, I guess, especially Very on Friday. Good, yeah. Yom and this listener says, Rabbi Emanuel Feldman from Atlanta wrote a fabulous book on the 28th of ER while he was with his young family in Israel. A fabulous historical read. A book called 28th of ER. That's what it's called? 28th of ER? That's what it says here, according to our listener will, on the I app. Will, I will look for it. And I just want to make a point, Nachum, about the fundraising marathon that you mentioned before. On top of everything that you've said and about the importance but with Goldwasser and other people who know, who know how deeply this program affects the Jewish community have said that the money that you give is charity. It's taka. You can take it out of your miser. So these are times where people have difficulty financially. You're still going to give charity. You're still going to give maser, a tithe of, of your money to charity. JM and the AM could be, should be one of those receivers. 
I thank you for that, Mayor, and I remind our audience it's fjbunity.org. Day 43 in the counting of the Omer as we continue on our Yom Yushalayim special. Rabbi Yudin is coming up, plus we have the sounds of 1967, the kolot, the voices, the actualities of 1967 that Mayor will uh, will um, uh, do with us coming up at about 8.30 Eastern time this morning here at JMAM. It's a very special day. Chag Sameach, everybody. Mo'adim l'simcha ligula shleima as we continue here at JM in the AM. Yeah. 
Bear, why do we love that song so much? <laughs> Both of us in our respective studios are dancing away to that one. Because it's such a beautiful message that the student who learned in school when he was growing up before 1967, he learned to proclaim right yep there will be- i god have placed watchmen upon the walls of yushalayim all day and all night i think that might mean metaphorically that god right. is the watchman correct and he says who would have dreamt when i was learning to make that declaration that i would be one of those soldiers it's unbelievable so beautiful it's 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 we. It's what we see every minute of of our life. Prophecies of the Nevi'im coming true in front of our eyes, and we just have to open them, the eyes. No question about it. You found her by Feldman's book. It's a Feldheim. I bought it already. I you already bought it. Bought it? <laughs> yeah. It's a Feldheim publication, um, and it literally is called the Twenty Eighth of Er. Correct. Yeah, it's literally yeah. called the twenty eighth of ER. You know, when a guy does a Yom Yerushalayim show for some uh, thirty years every year, you're always looking for new material. <laughs> There's a, a book out there. I'm going to grab it. That's a good point. That's a very good point. By um, the way, last night when I was going through, you know, some of the old material just to find the references to certain things, I heard a recording, and you said it's thirty seventh anniversary of the um, oh my unification God. of Yerushalayim. That's a while ago, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You know, we get some amazing uh, comments. We'll go to Rabbi Yudin, and uh, we'll do that in a, in a minute or so. By the way, um, and we really don't have a full segment on this, because, but I did want to mention, uh, and we have discussed this before, we talk about the heroes of 67. It's hard, to get, uh, it, it's hard to get to the Shabbos table tonight with a list of people to discuss with our children about 1967 and not include Naomi Shemer. So oh. I, I just wanted to mention that, and of course, the great composer of Yushalayim Shal Zahav before the Six-Day War the took day, place. The, within 24 hours of Rav Tzvi Yehuda's prophecy, if you will. Yom Atzmut time. Yom Atzmut, uh, a, a few hundred meters away. Amazing. Absolutely. One was in Yeshivat Merkaz Rav, and the other was in Binyanei Hauma. Absolutely amazing. Um... Also, I wanted to mention, so I was, I was saying we got a lot of great comments, a lot of interesting comments. In fact, you know, when my children or grandchildren or great-grandchildren go through the archives of the app comments from JM and the AM, they'll find some really interesting stuff regarding what we did here on the air. Hopefully by then we'll be allowed out of the house and we can do other things. <laughs> this listener says, this morning at Beit Knesset Hagadol in Rehovot, which is still meeting outside, right? Wow. COVID-19, still meeting outside. We had the privilege of being led in Hallel by someone who fought on Givat HaTachmoshet. He said that anyone who had a question as to whether Hallel should be said could talk with him. (laughs) No question, there were Nisim V'Niflaot. And you know what that reminded me of? And my father was so calculating in his words, and the truth is I always regretted that I couldn't find this recording, but now that I think about it, there's really no need to find the recordings. I don't think anybody would not believe the story. I once recorded my father. I was frustrated. I was a young man at one time, Mayor, and I was frustrated that certain members of my family said Halil on Yom Atzmut, uh, like myself and my father, and others did not. And I was somewhat frustrated. And I said, I'm going to get a recording of him saying, you know, so I'll have it for generations, that, you know, Yom Atzmut, you got to say Halil, you know. 
And I asked him the question, and he says, I'm not saying that anyone has to say halal, and I'm not telling anybody what to do today on Yom Atzmut. All I know is I was there. And as someone who was there, I feel there is no choice but to say halal mm-hmm. on Yom That's why I say I don't think anybody would question, now that I don't have the recording found yet, I don't think anybody would question that that story is 100% true. First of all, you could see my father saying that. And, yeah. uh, and number two, he's not saying that that he's either frustrated, upset, or or ready to tell somebody else what to do. He's simply saying that he was there in 47-48. He was there. He was part of it. He witnessed it, and he was literally there for a good portion of those two years. And... And I, I, there's no, I have no choice. I have no choice. So it's sort of like what you're, what we're reading today from the uh, uh, Beit Knesset Agadol and Rehovot, where the Shliach Tzibor says, you know, you speak to me if you want to know about halal, but all I know is I was there in Givarat Achmoshet, and it's a day to say halal. Uviol says when, he, when they made their way and they were in Harabayit already and standing there, you know, like in a days almost. And the soldier standing next to him said, what are you thinking? What do you, what do you think? So he said, Nigmiru alpayim shana. Wow. That's, that's it. He said three words, Nigmiru alpayim shana. 2000 years are now over. It's that book has been closed. Unbelievable. Rabbi Yudin is next, and Mayor, as a as a one sentence preview, basically you're going to be uh, hosting and uh, and conversing with me as you play the sounds of 1967. What it was like in Jerusalem 53 years ago today on the real Yom Yerushalayim. The liberation, the actual sounds of the liberation of Harabayit, the fighting, the shooting, and then the ceremony at the Kotel. Pretty amazing. It's all coming up. It's a segment that so many of you look forward to every single year. We get to present it to you and have this honor to present it to you in just a few minutes during our Yom Yerushalayim 53rd anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem celebration. This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader emeritus, Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Bamidbar. Parshas Bamidbar, interestingly, has no mitzvos, namely, none of the Taryag of the 613 mitzvos. That in of itself, I think, is significant, as I'll explain in a moment. The Gemara at the end of Megillah teaches us that annually, we read the Tochacha at the end of Vayikra, namely Bechukosai, before Shavuos, which we did last week. And we then go on to come to the Yom Tov of Shavuos. We don't read the Tochacha this week, rather we have a buffer. So on the one hand, Pashas Bamidbar is the buffer. We don't want to come into Shavuos with the Tochacha ringing in our ear. Okay? But we do have the Parsha then of Bamidbar. Now, what is the significance of having Bamidbar before Shavuos? There are no mitzvos in Bamidbar, just as there are no unique mitzvos for any individual on Shavuos. 
is one communal mitzvah for the Jewish community that please God, when we have the next Pesach we will bring the Korban of the Shtei HaLechem, the Korban Mincha, on Shavuos. But until that time, there is no Matzah, there's no uh, Sukkah, there's no Shofar or Lulav, etc. Why? Because I really believe that we are accepting the entire Torah on Shavuos and no one specific mitzvah. Now, having said that, given that we always read Bamidbar on the Shabbos before Shavuos, I'd like to take this opportunity to wish everybody who's listening a Mazel Tov. And what's the Mazel Tov? On the forthcoming marriage. Whose marriage? Yours. This is our Ufruf. Every gentleman listening should be excited. This Shabbos is your Ufruf. It's the Shabbos before the wedding. Every woman listening, this Shabbos is your Shabbos Kala. That's right, the Shabbos before the wedding. Now what is that? So if you take a look in the Medrash, in Parshas Nosso, Parsha Yud Beis, at the end of paragraph Ches, so there, the Medrash cites the Pasuk coming from Shir HaShirim at the end of Perik Gimel, whereby Shlomo HaMelech at that point there says, in speaking A, about the base HaMikdash, where we will get back to in a moment, the last Pasuk in chapter 3, of Shira Shirim, go out and see the daughters of Tzion. Bamelech Shlomo, Ba'atora, in the crown, Shi'itralo Imo, that his nation, or others say his mother, made for him, Biom Chasunaso, on the day of his marriage, Uviom Simchaslibo. The mission at the end of Tanis tells us the day of his marriage is the day of Matan Torah. And I cite for you the commentary of the Maharzu on that Medrash, which is, as I said, 13, um, I'm sorry, 12, 8, where he says as follows, Maimadar Sinai, before the giving of the Torah, was like marriage, was the Aresin, was the engagement. So prior to our coming to Sinai, we're coming to get engaged. And Matan Torah, please God, this coming Friday, Pirusho, Nesinas Luchos, Hayobedimion Ksuba. When Hashem gave the Luchos to Moshe, it was like the Chasan giving the Ksuba to the Kala. It was giving to the God to the Jewish people. He the Chasan, <clears throat> we the Kala. Now, <clears throat> what do we find right before this? We find bef- right, right before this, we find the following. In describing <clears throat> the Beis HaMikdash, Shlomo Melech says, Tocho Rotsuf Ava. The foundation of the Mikdash was, Ava was love. Namely, in order for the Jewish people to accept the Torah, you need love. Now what does that mean? You need unity. We read, please God, this Friday morning, <clears throat> we come as a people to uh, Sinai, Vayisu, we traveled, and then Vayichan, the Torah uses singular, because we camped as one. If you turn to Tilim 122, 
was speaking there about Yerushalayim, Habinuya, the built-up city of Yerushalayim, Ke'ir Shechubrolo Yachtov, the city that unites the Jewish people. There will only be, please God, one Beis Hamikdash for all Jews, Misnagdim and Hasidim, <clears throat> Svardim, Ashkenazim. The Beis Hamikdash unifies the entire Jewish nation. And there's a delicious Gemara in Tanis, Davhei Amid Aleph, whereby the Gemara says as follows, Om Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan taught, Om Rakodesh Baruch Hu, Lo Ovel B'Yerushalayim Shalmala, I will not come to the Yerushalayim, which is the celestial one, the heavenly Yerushalayim, Atcha Ovel Yerushalayim Shalmata, till I first come to the earthly Yerushalayim. How privileged we are that we're living in a time that we've begun the process that Yerushalayim Bali Ayin Hara every day is expanding, every day is growing, both in a material sense, in a physical sense, it's broadening, and in a spiritual sense. Thank God, more people, both young people and old people, uh, dedicating time to Torah, to Chesed, and to Masim Tobin. And so, make sure you polish your shoes this for this Shabbos. This is your Shabbos Kala. This is your Shabbos Chassan. And we should be so excited as we are approaching the holiday of Shavuos, which unites us. We have an additional factor, namely Baruch Hashem Yerushalayim, which is as well an incredible unifying factor for the entire Jewish people. Shabbat Shalom to all. J.M. in the A.M., my thanks to Rabbi Yudin, of course, and happy Yom Yerushalayim to everybody. Chag Sameach, Mo'adim L'Simchali Oh, sorry about that. Mo'adim L'Simchali Gulash Lema. Always a pleasure to be with you on this uh, incredible day. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Mayor Weingarten, of course, is with me as we uh, continue to discuss Jerusalem 53 years later. Pretty, ama- pretty amazing that we've gotten to this point. And the point that we've gotten to is that in a minute or two, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be starting the kolot, the voices, the sounds of 1967, where Mayer takes us on this incredible journey of what was going on in Jerusalem 53 years ago and why we call this a miraculous day, the circumstances and the activities and the amazing miracles that took place in order to reunify the holy city of Jerusalem. Reminding everybody that our friends at artscroll.com are offering the Panay Menachem, Stories and Lessons of Torah Leadership, Compassion, and Empathy from the Life of Rapinchas Menachem Alter of Ger at a 15% discount if you use promo code RADIO. Go to um, artscroll.com, artscroll.com, and again, to save, always use promo code RADIO. Coming up Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day, coming up Tuesday, David Matlau, uh, who uh, has the unofficial world's exclusive, well, I shouldn't say exclusive, but world's <laughs> most incredible Herzl collection is going to join us live via Zoom, and of course we'll be on JM in the AM. Uh, the point is, he's going to give us a short tour of some of the most amazing items. There are too many items to do an entire tour. That would be impossible. But we've chosen a few, and he's going to give us a tour of uh, of those items and talk a little bit about the Herzl Museum that he unofficially runs from his home up in Toronto, Canada. 
So, David, Matt Lau, I thank you. We look forward to Tuesday, and that should be a lot of fun. Those of you who want to see it, we'll give out the Zoom ID both on Monday and Tuesday morning. So you'll be able to Zoom in and be part of that unique and incredible presentation. Erev Shabbos Parshas by Midbar Candlelighting in New York is 7.53. We're asking everybody to support our fundraiser, the 2020 fundraiser for JMM and the Nachum Siegel Network. It keeps programs like this, our Yom Yushalayim special, going, and we want to keep them going. Uh, all you got to do is go to fjbunity.org. Again, that's fjbunity.org. And to participate with us by being a, um, a a sponsor and partner in our broadcast. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and we thank you. The Sounds of 1967 coming up next at JM in the AM. Raglenu bisharayich Yerushalayim Vetotachenu maraimim lachshir mizmor Verak dimot hagaava Sheba enayim Notfot dumam al hamadim vehechagor Tzion halot ishalim Lishalom ebachurayich Tzion azeha Jarahad Nebisamu El Lail Lail Hayuru Hot Tashach Sharot Lach Bedarkan Im Eshkachim Eshkachach Yerushalayim Achloshach Nuva Hare Anach Nukan Tion Halotish Ali Lishalom Shabt badad sh'suah ben gidrot hatayim Le'eich nishbanu lach irmelech v'navi Ki lo nishak na'arotenu al sfatayim Ad im nishak lakotel ha'maravi Tzion halot ish'ali Lishalom b'achurayich Tzion zeh ha'arotenu
زیتین یوریک نخون یهیه هر هبایت و فتشیم یه هدهدو بخی نفشید یه روشالایم کوهنایخ بوله دیایخ بدم بونیم بخت هبایت هشلیشی تیون هلو تیشالی لشلوم بخورایخ تیون زه آشر شوئگ بخزن و برایی J.M. and the A.M. Misharayich, Yerushalayim. I want to thank those who've been uh, donating at fjbunity.org. Particularly, I want to thank... I want to thank our Manhattan listeners. We've just had a nice representation from both the Upper West Side and the Upper East Side in donations. Much appreciated. Thank you very, very much. Uh, thank you to listener uh, Howard. Thank you to listener uh, uh, Martine. Thank you to listener Paulette and to everybody who's checking in this morning. It's much appreciated. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, in order to um, in order to donate and help support us here at JM in the AM. All right, Mayor Weingarten, shalom, shalom, chag sameach. Shalom, shalom. Nice to meet you. It is, it is time. Mo'adim l'simchali gulash lema. It is time for the sounds of 1967, where I marvel at your presentation. How do we begin? Where do we start as we go back to 53 years ago today? The, um, the battle was recorded by a young Galait Sahal broadcaster correspondent who was embedded with the troops, which is, uh, we think, a modern invention, but it's not. He had with him a big, heavy, reel-to-reel recorder. And that is what he was recording the, um, the, the, the entire event on. And <clears throat> if you think about it, he could not have been recorded. He could not have been broadcasting it live. There's no way. Correct. So what happens is he takes this gold that he has in his hand after Rav Gorin says the Kamale and the chauffeur and everything, and he runs and tries to find the closest phone to dial in, I guess he had some asimonim in his pocket, to dial in. You, you thought that the reel-to-reel was heavy. The, uh, co- the collection of asimonim is quite heavy. Actually, he says that he got into one of those hotels and the people, you know, the Arabs there were frightened and whatever he wanted. Then he got Wow, interesting. Yeah. And he introduces what you're about to hear. So first, <clears throat> I think that's the his reporting, his breathlessness, his excitement, is amazing. So we'll play his introduction and then we'll play what he recorded and what he got on tape, okay? Yep, I'm ready. אלוף ברלב והרב הראשי לצהל, האלוף גורן, שנסע בידו ספר תורה ושופר. הם צעדו ממש כאילו מסביב לא יורים בכלל. אנחנו הלכנו אחריהם שקופים לאורך הגדרות, לאורך ה... 
הגאיות והסמטאות שבתוך, הכותל, שבתוך העיר העתיקה התקדמנו, הצנחנים שהיו איתנו מדי פעם בפעם ירו משום שעדיין נמשכו הקרבות. He can barely talk. He says, I can barely talk because I've just come back from this event. And uh, he describes how he was with the Tzanchanim and how uh, they, they, they were fighting and how everybody was, was uh, ducking down in order to avoid sniper fire. And Rav Goren and Uzin Arkis and Motagur were walking at the head of this line. Here we continue. התקדמנו תוך כדי הקרבות, והרב גורן הלך באמצע עם ספר התורה ועם השופר, כאילו היריות שמסביב בכלל לא נוגעות אליו. So he points out, this is an amazing, I mean, this to me is one of the most amazing descriptions. He says, Rav Goren is, is leading in front, he's holding a Sefer Torah on his hand. I mean, if this is not like a, a Tanachic scene, and he's blowing the shofar, we'll hear that, And as if nothing is going on around him, as if there's no shooting, as if there's nothing happening, as if he's in another world. He was not in the... He felt he wasn't in this world. And, and it's true. I, 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 I'm sure it's true. He talks about arriving into what he calls Misgad Omar. He doesn't call it Harhabayit. He's not that uh, clued in to our religious uh, <laughs> heritage. He says how beautiful it is. Obviously, he went inside. Rav Yoel points out that he could have gone inside and no one could convince him to do it. He says, even Rav Goren, it didn't make a difference. He had Moraha Mikdash. He understood. Somehow, he says, somehow he understood that this is the Makoma Mikdash and he should not enter. And I remind everybody that you've actually heard conversations with him many years later, right, where he was interviewed about this experience. Who's him? The gentleman, the journalist. Rav Yoel? No, oh, the, the journalist. journalist. I have I, I, uh, read uh, interviews with him. Yes, right. correct, correct, correct. Okay, so let's, let's go on. He, he, this again, this is him looking back, describing what just happened with the excitement in his voice like he can't imagine. He talks, he, he talks about how Rav Goren blew the shofar and so forth and standing, and we know he also made a Kalmale Rachamim, and the soldiers, he says, all around, these brave soldiers, Itzan Hanim, which in Israel, back in those days especially, were the, were the, the, the symbol of the Israel's, symbol of Israel's of, might. Of the, right, uh, and, and, and they're crying. 
and he, he says, I can't even, I can't even explain it. I, 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 can't, I can't possibly explain it. <laughs> <laughs> And for many years, we didn't have this and didn't know about it. We only had the sounds of the live, you know, and in my head, it was always like, okay, this was being broadcast. And little did I think, you know, it didn't hit me that it couldn't have been that way. And that he, um, he couldn't have been broadcasting it live. So when did it, when did it, when did he end up doing it? And, and then when I heard about this, that he, the story that he went, I, I went looking in the archives and I found this piece, which is very, uh, it, it's not well known, this, this piece that we just played. As he describes and, Mincha with Rav Gorin and the uh, soldiers. Right, and everything, and, and, and how the soldiers are crying, and how he's, and how Rav Gorin, to me, the best part of it is Rav Gorin is in, like, in another world. Right. He's on another, he's in another sphere. Anyway. So now we get to what he recorded. So that's what he said at the end of the last clip. He says, and now I'm going to play for you what I recorded. So the, the first uh, piece is of Motagur, as we said. He's the commander of this uh, group. And he tells them that they are about to enter the old city of Jerusalem, which was a dream of generations. And that now they, they themselves are going to be fulfilling this dream of generations. And then he says, Lanua, Lanua, move towards the Shar, Shar Harayot. And then he says, Mizdar Hasiyum, Alarachava, meaning that they will have their, uh, whatever it's called, uh, the, the, where the soldiers get together after the operation, line up and so forth. That's going to be on Har Habayit. And, um, Rav Yol Benun says, um, I didn't participate. I refused to participate. But um, that's what this first piece is about. This is, Gore is sitting on... And I assume you Mount, meant, just to clarify for the audience, I assume you mean for halachic reasons. Yes, yes, right. yes. He said, I had moraha mikdash. Somehow he said, I got, I had moraha mikdash without even understanding everything that was going on. Um Motagor is sitting on Haratzofim at this point and giving this uh, kuda. Shall Eitan? Let's get me, Miss Mull. 
Okay. Now the soldiers are making their way through the uh, the narrow alleyways and so forth of the old city. They were coming from anyone who knows the geography from the Rockefeller Museum, which is at the corner of the old city walls. They had to make their way around and come up the Lions Gate, and this is the part where they're doing that. You can hear the shooting in the background, the sniper fire. And you have to understand that the gates of Yushalayim, we think of the Sha'arim of Yushalayim, Sharyaf or whatever, we don't think of them as being something that's difficult. We enter, we go in, we, you know. They're, they're open, yeah. They're open, but they're actually there in order to be a safety. So they're, they're very heavy doors that are bolted from the inside, and they had to break into that door. And so they tried, you know, with tank to push it and to bomb in whatever. And finally, they enter the Shar Harayot, and that's what he says, you know, now they're inside and they're, they're going in Mamikim. They're going deeper and deeper into the into the um, old city. While the uh, troops are making their way, as he described before, of Gorin, at the head of this line of soldiers, is doing what the Kohen Meshuach Milchama is supposed to do. He's encouraging the troops. He's blowing the shofar. He's screaming out Sukim of God's Yeshua to come, and he's pushing the soldiers to yell out, Amen, Amen, Amen. You'll hear that all. You heard a little piece of that chauffeur there that he was um, leading the troops with. Leading the troops with it's it, it it is biblical. I'm telling you, it's like it is amazing. One day somebody will write this book in this in the in the signon in the in the fashion in the literary style of a book of Nevi'im. It'll be amazing. And now they are going straight and they make a left turn. They don't know anything, by the way. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what street leads to where. 
They don't know where the Kotel is. They don't know where Harabayit exactly is. Believe it or not, for the two days that they're fighting in Yerushalayim, they have no maps. Right. Because they weren't ready for a, a, a war in Yerushalayim. They were ready for a war in Sinai. So Givara Tachmosh and everything, one of the reasons that so many people were killed is because they didn't know where they were going. So now they make a left and they go into Har Habayit and the three words that change Jewish history. So I found out yesterday in this uh, Zoom with uh, Rav Yoel, who was right there. Right. That when they came into Arabayit, they really didn't know what to expect. He saw, he said, Motagur had seen that it seemed empty and it seemed like they ran away, but they were afraid. Maybe they were hiding in the mosque. Maybe they were hiding in the Golden Dome. Maybe they were in different places. So as the soldiers entered, they just started firing their, their machine guns around because they didn't know where anything would come from, which is why Matagur yells out, Kol chadal, Kol chadal, meaning there's no need to fire. It's, it, there's no, nobody here. It's empty. And, you know, firing now would be, could be, if, if anything, hurt one of our own soldiers. And that's why he repeats it three times, I think. Because if you're, if you're following the war protocols, when you're coming into a large area, an open space, and you don't know if anyone's hiding, so you shoot. Okay. Continuing. Rav Gorin. They make their way to the Kotel. Which is the bracha that we say in Nachem on Tisha B'Av. Menachem Tzion, he consoles Tzion, and he builds Yerushalayim. And that's the bracha that he makes, because he's, he, he's been, Yerushalayim has been consoled. And talk about the historical perspective and his appreciation for the moment that he was in. Just amazing. Now the soldiers... And we've gone, everything is just happening on the spot, ad hoc, you know, nothing's planned. No, nobody knew from anything. Nobody had time to plan anything. Let me 
These are the soldiers singing together with Ravgorin and Matagur and others. And then, in a very moving moment, Ravgorin makes a Kalmalei Rachamim for the soldiers that were killed. The day before, there were dozens of soldiers killed at Givara Tachmoshet. And the, uh, the people that, the soldiers that liberated Yerushalayim, as, as ecstatic as they were, were still under that impression of all the, their chaveirim, their friends, their comrades, that they lost the day before. And so as Rav Goren is making a Kamalei Rechamim, which was like, why would he make a Kamalei Rechamim now after we just, this, this great victory is because they lost so many. And you can hear the soldiers in the background crying as he continues the Kamalei Rechamim. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. The Shana Hazot this year in Jerusalem. Words of Rav Goren after the Malay for the fallen soldiers and after the Shechianu for having captured Harabayat and the uh, city of Jerusalem being reunited, reunified 53 years ago today. Just amazing. More coming up. Keep it here at JM in the AM.
There it is, Yerushalayim Shalzav, of course, Jerusalem of gold on this Yom Yerushalayim day. My thanks to you, Mayor Weingarten. A big, big thank you. Thank you, Nachum. Just amazing, just amazing to relive 53 years ago and to do it uh, with you playing for us uh, 
actual audio footage of that day. Just amazing. By the way, a couple of things. Uh, listener Tikva says we could tie up this conversation by reminding everybody that uh, that Rav Gorin was the son-in-law of the Nazir of Yerushalayim. Yes, she's right. I, I should have mentioned that, correct? So the brother-in-law of Sharia Shavkon. That's right, the brother-in-law of Sharia Shavkon. Um, I, I think we should just, parting words being, it's a day of joy, a day of miracles, but it's a day that we took upon ourselves a responsibility to the city of Yerushalayim as a people. Each and every one of us has a responsibility to the city of Yerushalayim. And if we don't care for it, and if we don't fight for it, and if we don't do everything we can to make sure it remains in our possession and uh, holy and as it should be, then we will be the ones who undo the greatness that was, the great miracles that were done today. That is our responsibility. We were given the keys. We're in charge. And the, uh, the fight for Jerusalem can take place thousands of miles away. Yeah, absolutely, in so many different ways. Uh, by the way, some app comments I want to just get to before we close things out with it's time well, to say good Shabbos. We can tell the affiliates we're running along. Yeah, I think every Friday has been like that the last few <laughs> weeks. Uh, Naomi Nachman coming up at 9.30, everybody. Naomi Nachman at 9.30 with the uh, table for two. Thanks to you and Mayor for giving us a wonderful Yom Yerushalayim. Thank you for that. <laughs> this one says, keep imagining your Haram Gaon in Savri Marana now that I started watching it. <laughs> you started watching it? No, this listener says that oh. as we play your Haram Gaon, all he thinks about is the uh. TV series. <laughs> the character. The character that he played. Um... This listener says, in March 67, my pre-Jewish days, as I returned home from my Peace Corps service, I was in the I was in Jordanian Jerusalem. This is March 67. One day we took a trip along the Kinneret. Our driver, probably a Christian Arab, told us to look across. He commented that on the other side they were developing, and on his side they were doing nothing. I will never forget that. Yay for Israel. Wow, interesting. The, the famous story of the town of the neighborhood, but it was a town of Beit Safafa, which is now a neighborhood within Yerushalayim. It was on the border. The border crossed through the town and divided families and so forth. And uh, in, in 67, when we came back, so the road, half of the road was higher than the other half because half kept getting paved, the wow. Israeli half, and the Jordanian was just neglected. Listener Ruby says, Nahum, through all this unprecedented pandemic isolation, you continue to persevere to bring us hope and life while enlightening us about the Jewish world around us, which sometimes seems so very distant. You miraculously lift our hopes and strength to bond with Klai Yisrael and all the wonderful things you have to be thankful for. Kolak you're always a shining beacon of light for all of us. Continue to do your great work and important mission in life. Admirably yours. Wow. Thank you very, That's very much. That's me clapping and applauding and agreeing with Tod every word. Todaraba. Um... Thank you so much for this clip, this listener says. It gets me every time I listen and watch. When I was teaching Parsha this week to my preschoolers, we learned the Pasuk that Moshe said, and every 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 time they would get up, oh, that Moshe said every time they would get up and travel in the Midbar. How interesting. It's the same Shabbat of Yom Yerushalayim, the same Pasuk Rav Goren said. I assume he's referring to... Uh, Hashem. Please may we see these Nisim soon in our times. Good Shabbos. Uh, good Shabbos. Uh, this Oh, and Simon, did you see the WhatsApp I sent you? Simon is uh, looking at the area of Givat Moshet as he's listening to our Yom Yerushalayim special. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So he That's says the show is so spectacular, and I thank him for that. Thank uh, you, this listener so says, good. this is incredible to be able to listen to the actual capture and emotion of our soldiers and rabbis. Thank you. Um, 
<laughs> this listener says if there were Emmys for radio, you all would win hands down. This all right. Is, this is so moving and I'm, I'm going to clear out a place on my shelf. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and finally, great show, Nachman Mayer. The Yom Yushalayim show is my favorite of the year. Uh, except for the Shlomo Kalbach yard side. Yeah, that's a good one as well. <laughs> Stay well and Shabbat Shalom. We say Shabbat Shalom to everybody. Mayor, I take this opportunity as we start to say that it's time to say good Shabbos here to thank you. Kolakavod, you make this Yom Yushalayim special what it is every single year, and I can't thank you enough. And Chag Sameach to you. Chag Sameach, and thank you for the opportunity and for creating such a thing as the Yom Yushalayim special, the Yom Ha'atzmaut special on the public airwaves. Much appreciated. To Daraban, Shabbat Shalom. The great Mayor Weingarten, everybody. He's amazing. And he is uh, always our special guest and co-host when it comes to days like Yom Yushalayim here at JM in the AM. Time to say good Shabbos with Journeys at JM in the AM. And I remind you, if you like today's show, if you enjoy what we do every day, please show your appreciation. Support us during our 2020 fundraiser, fjbunity.org fjbunity.org and I thank you. Time to take a Shabbos with Journeys at JM and the AM. The sun is going down It's shining through the trees Another week's gone by Become a memory So throw away your hammer There's nothing left to do Say good job Cause all your work is done Gonna spend a day Together with The Holy One Say a special blessing On a cup That's filled with wine Man and his creator It's a very special sign your candles will be burning, they'll fill your home with light, singing songs of Shabbos, well into the night, so throw away your hammer, there's nothing left to do.
time to say good Shabbos Cause all your work is done Gonna spend the day together with the Holy One Say a special blessing on a cup that's filled with wine My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSegal.com and the NahumSegal Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing and incredible Yom Yerushalayim special here at JMAM. A big, big thank you to Mayor Weingarten and to all of you. Please support us during our 2020 fundraiser. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Tomorrow, Yom Chevron. Mention it to your family over Shabbat. Sunday is Rosh Chodesh Sivan. We are here. Matas will be here Sunday between 7 and 9 a.m. I'm here Monday, Memorial Day. Tuesday, David Matlow, our guest with the Herzl Museum. Uh, Make sure to be tuned in for that. And uh, we'll just keep going until we get to Shavuos, which is uh, Thursday night next week. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Great weekend. Mo'adim l'simcha l'gulash Till Monday, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.